invite us to take a deep breath and feel all the energy flowing in and out of us, going through our feet, into the floor. This is a morning when what I have to offer you is not more words, not my words, but to invite you to your words. This morning, our scripture evokes the word within us, the teaching within us, what we need within us. And so I'm going to invite us into a spiritual practice this morning called Lexio Divina. And to ask everybody if you picked up a pencil when you came in, and if not, if anybody needs a pencil before we go on. Does everybody have something to write with? Does anybody need one? Oh, this is too good to be true. So this morning, Carol is going to read this scripture three times, and you're going to be invited into pondering each time. You'll see in the insert of your bulletin each question as it is written out. But I will prompt you each time, and my invitation to you is that each time you listen to the scripture, that you allow that question to work on you, to find a sense of understanding and knowing within you, and anything that comes out is just for you. Write it down as it comes. If nothing comes, draw a picture of a cat. Whatever feels right to you in the moment. But this is an invitation this morning for you to listen as the words strike your ear and strike your heart. And so the first question that we'll be pondering is what word, phrase, or image stands out? Don't think too hard about it. When you hear something that catches you, write it down. Let it live with you a little bit. So now we listen. Oh, give thanks to God, for God is good. For God's steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, those God redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands and from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to an inhabited town. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and the Lord delivered them from their distress, leading them by a straight way until they reached an inhabited town. Let them thank the God for God's steadfast love, for God's wonderful works to humankind. For God satisfies the thirsty and the hungry he fills with good things. Some sat in darkness and in gloom, prisoners in misery and in irons. For they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. Their hearts were bowed down with hard labor. They fell down with no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and God saved them from their distress. God brought them out of darkness and gloom and broke their bonds apart. Let them thank God for God's steadfast love, for God's wonderful works to humankind. For he shattered the doors of bronze and cuts in two the bars of iron. Some were sick through their harmful ways and because of their iniquities endured afflictions. They loathe any kind of food and they draw near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and that God saved them from their distress. God sent out the word and healed them and delivered them from destruction. Let them thank God for God's steadfast love, for his wonderful works to humankind. God turns a desert into pools of water, 
a parched land into spring, springs of water, and there God lets the hungry live, and they establish a community to live in. They sow fields and plant vineyards and get a fruitful yield. When they are diminished and brought low, though oppressed, trouble and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes and makes them wander in trackless ways. But God raises up the needy out of distress and makes their families like flocks. The upright see it and are glad, and all wickedness stops its mouth. Let those who are wise pay attention to these things and consider the steadfast love of God. What word, phrase, or image stands out to you? second reading, I invite you to ponder what word, phrase, or image surprised you this time? What did you miss the last time? And this time, instead of seeing the words on the screen, I'm going to invite you to ponder this image that comes up. And as you are hearing the words and allowing yourself to be drawn in by the image, I invite you to notice something in the scripture, one word, phrase, or image that surprises you. Oh, give thanks to God, for God is good, for God's steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, those God redeemed from trouble, and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to an inhabited town. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and the Lord delivered them from their distress, leading them by a straight way until they reached an inhabited town. Let them thank the God for God's steadfast love, for God's wonderful works to humankind, for God satisfies the thirsty and the hungry he fills with good things. Some sat in darkness and in gloom, prisoners in misery and in irons. For they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. Their hearts were bowed down with hard labor. They fell down with no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and God saved them from their distress. God brought them out of darkness and gloom and broke their binds apart. Let them thank God for God's steadfast love, for God's wonderful works to humankind. For he shatters the doors of bronze and cuts in two the bars of iron. Some were sick though their armful ways, and because of their iniquities endured affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and God saved them from their distress. God sent out the word and healed them and delivered them from destruction. Let them thank God for God's steadfast love, for his wonderful works to humankind. <clears throat> humankind. God turns a desert into pools of water, a parched land into springs of water, 
and there God lets the hungry live, and they establish a community to live in. They sow fields and plant vineyards and get a fruitful yield. When they are diminished and brought low, though, oppression, through oppression, trouble, and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes and makes them wander in trackless wastes. But God raises up the needy out of distress and makes their families like flocks. The upright see it and are glad, and all wickedness stops its mouth. Let those who are wise pay attention to these things and consider the steadfast love of God. What word, phrase, or image surprised you? What did you miss that you found this time? As we find the words that come to our ears, I invite us into a posture now that doesn't just reflect our ears, but one that reflects our bodies. So if you find yourself in a position of closed body posture, a position where maybe your legs are crossed or your ankles are crossed, I invite you to open a little bit and find your feet on the ground. If your arms are crossed in like this, I just invite you to open and if you're holding a pencil ready to write, I invite you to put it back into a position of total openness as we receive this one more time. And the final prompt with the final image is just to find stillness within yourself. Try to quiet your mind and slow your breathing. And I wonder what you hear within yourself. Let them thank God for God's steadfast love, for his wonderful works to humankind. God turns a desert into pools of water, a parched land into springs of water, and there God let the hungry live, and they establish a community to live in. They sow fields and plant vineyards and get a fruitful heart yield. When they are diminished and brought low, though, oppression through oppression, trouble, and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes and makes them wander in trackless wastes. But God raises up the needy out of distress and makes their families like flocks. The upright see it and are glad, and all wickedness stops its mouth. Let those who are wise pay attention to these things and consider the steadfast love of God.
comes up for me is that I feel a little bit closer to all of you. That these words, whether they come from here and we receive them, or they come from here, are part of something a little more shared and collective. I know a few things about words. One, that the first word, as we like to say, first John, or in, in the beginning of John, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. Word as a creating life force. When all of creation began to knit itself together. And so I invite you to consider one possibility that word as in the beginning was a complex and evolving intelligence that began perhaps with only one thing but spread to many things. If God as this first word was a creating life force that began an ever-expanding consciousness of word that connects one thing and one being to the next, one atom to the next, to the next molecule, to the next rock, to the water as it flows and magma as it explodes and cools to rock, word as the connective consciousness of being. John continues to the word made flesh, the word that found skin and bone and feet and breath and lots of talk. Sometimes we call him Jesus. Jesus as a teacher of the word. Teacher of of how to do life. Then a couple thousand later, uh, years later, you were born. Another part of the evolving word, the becoming complex intelligence that began with the first word. So that word is a part of you and it's a part of you, 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 it's a part of you. And it is all of us. So when we listen to the song of the wind, when we listen to the poetry of the Psalms, when we finally listen to the word of our bodies and our hearts, deep, deep down, we find the word that is here and that is here. Amen.